hello, and welcome to TV Times 3, episode 331. On this episode, we've got some cancellation and renewal news, and then we'll be talking about all of the TV stuff coming to San Diego Comic-Con 2016 and what we'll be covering. Plus, a brief reality check and some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 331. I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com. I'm Jason the TVaholic from tvaholic.com. And this week we have joining us... Me. Hey, me. How's it going? I'm Kurt from tvshowpatrol.com. It seems like it was only a couple days ago I was having some pizza with Kurt. I remember that. Having some Geno's East, which you recommended, Amory, so... Oh, I love Geno's East. They were my favorite. Uh... Jason did not write his name on the wall, though. What? Are you afraid someone's going to track you down? They even had a pin at our table. Yeah, we sort of finished our pizza, and then we were talking to the... Well, I wrote my name on the table. We were talking to the waitress <laughs> about her giant table of, like, what was there, like 40 people there? Oh, my God. It was, <laughs> there was. And they were all doing separate checks. <laughs> oh, God. And then and then we got up and, uh, and, then we got up and left. I didn't even... Uh, didn't even think to do it while we were, we were there, so I didn't get to add. Well, my name is all over the place. According, <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> I've written it everywhere, like at both locations. And if you ever find my name, this is a this is a task for all of you. I wrote hearts and other people's names a lot too. So. <laughs> There's just a little secret messages on the walls of Geno's East. If anybody ever is in Chicago, she wrote Kurt Hearts Amory. I did. And then I crossed and then, out. And then Kurt crossed <laughs> off the heart and said, no, he doesn't. Anyway, what did you do in Chicago besides eat pizza? Yeah, well, not a lot, actually. But no, um, I was in Chicago for uh, the podcast movement podcasting conference where did meet some new people that do TV podcasts that I haven't met before. And also met Troy Heinrich from the Blacklist Exposed, which I've had on the podcast before, but we've never actually met in person. Uh, but we actually ended up recording last week's episode in person, and so it was actually an interesting experience to be sitting in a room with uh, microphones. We've only actually done that on this podcast, uh, I think, like three other times. There was times. a time we sat by the water in Florida that time. By the what? By the water. Yeah, there was the time that we tried to uh, to record, and then everybody else saw us sitting off to the side and just started coming exactly. over and joining us. Because everybody wants to be a part of us. Yeah, then there was the time that... Uh, Wish that I could be like the cool kids. That Kyle yeah. and Keith and I recorded one in in his car as we were driving back from a set visit in Canada. Road trip! And then there was the other time that we recorded at uh, Ray's dining room table. Yes! And then recorded the end of it as we were going to pick up Kyle at the airport at in the Ray's airport, car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, this was the first time, you know, we actually... All our, I had our microphones plugged into a, a mixer and everything, and and recorded. The other guest was uh, Mark Decote from uh, Solo Talk Media, uh, who's presently doing a Killjoys podcast called "The Warrant Is All." I love Killjoys. Yeah, it was sort of a road trip there, and or recording on the road, and so it brought up the question that I thought would be interesting to find out from you listening: is where do you listen to TV Times Three at? What do you, you know? What are you doing when you're listening to the podcast, or 
I I thought that would be. Are we live? Or are they going to answer? I that would be. I thought that'd be interesting. Coming to you so, live right now. So you could uh, you know you could hit us up on Twitter at TV Times Three or feedback at TV Times Three dot com and uh, let us know where you listen to TV Times Three. Let us know. Waiting to hear from you. Yes, we're not going to move forward until we hear. <laughs> <laughs> In the news. In the news. ABC has canceled Uncle Buck after one season, which everyone should have seen coming. Surprise, surprise. Listen, I watched every episode that aired. If you put a show on that late in, then, you know. So, the Carmichael show is definitely proof that it can work. Like a show coming in the summer and undateable, too. Is that ABC, though? No. They're both NBC. NBC But they also, with the Carmichael show, they didn't like blast them out multiple episodes a week to yeah they did they did two every week for three weeks only mm-hmm. well there they? you go oh no. but but yeah that's right they did with that started, with the other show that started, was on they just started uncle butt sort of uncle butt <laughs> uncle butt <laughs> that's a completely that's a completely different channel <laughs> kurt season of the mid-season didn't they wasn't it like in this really weird area where it was sort of slate spring it started in june yeah, I think, it? but it was right after pretty much everything ended, and before yeah. really anything was going to be starting. You know, it so, just seemed like they didn't promote it or anything. It was in no man's land. Yeah, it was in that lull period where people sort of are not expecting there really to be anything. All right, exactly. Buenos Aires. Although Kyle enjoyed it, I guess so. Well, Kyle loves it. Sorry, Kyle. BBC has renewed Poldark for a third season, and season two plays on PBS this fall. In October. So more, more Aiden Turner for all of us to enjoy. Ooh, get that skiff out and take your shirt off. Please and thank you. And I have a very great interview with him on my my site, FYI. What's, what's your site again? I forget. TVShowPatrol.com. There you have it. Or AidenTurnerShirtless.com. <laughs> I'm sure that exists. <laughs> it's definitely it something that exists. And Netflix has renewed Bloodline for a third season. Bloodline. Which I love Kyle Chandler so much. Have either of you been watching that one? No, I have not I watched Kyle Chandler. <laughs> I have not watched but, the second season yet. I didn't watch the first season. But as we were talking about the other day, Jason, Netflix is dropping a new show practically yeah, every day. That's, that's kind of hard to it's very just true. keep it's up with keep Netflix, up. let alone anybody else. Yeah, that that's true. true. And uh, spoiler, true. I'm going to recommend a Netflix show at the end of the podcast. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I have like three I can recommend. I'm not. That's All right, it. Amory, thanks for the news, girl. You're welcome. That's been your news minute. Now, <laughs> excuse me, I'm choking on my own saliva. I think you need to get a new uh, anchor because Amory's sort of slowing down here. Yeah, yep, probably. <laughs> San Diego Comic-Con preview 2016. Yeah, it's that baller's hangover that she's... Uh... It is. It's a baller's hangover. I'm a straight baller, guys. Straight up baller. Uh, here's what I'm excited for. Okay, I want to hear it. Sweet things, frozen yogurt. You! <laughs> Basic pizza. And the urban iced tea. I'm going to find Chilaquile somewhere because I really want them in, in San Diego. Chilaquile? Uh, Chilaquiles. They're like a nacho y dish. I know what they are. Basically, my whole thing revolves around the food I'm going to eat and the drinks I'm going to drink. And then the people I'm going to see are next in line. And the fro you're going to yo. And the fro I'm going to yo. 
And and then the people you're going to eat the food with, that's the uh, – Yes, that's, that's, that's the order. That's the order. And work. And work but is really, lost on I the should list. Say, and work is definitely lost on the list. First on the list, I really should rearrange it, is the people I'm going to drink with. Drinks. Then the drinks, then the food, then the people I'm going to eat the food with, then working. Mm-hmm. Amber, you got to eat first before you do the drinking. <laughs> got to eat. Mm-hmm. That's true. This has been my problem. I've only really eaten Froyo for the past five years and and then drank. And maybe that's why I get so drunk. So yeah, I'm going to try and eat actual food. But I can't guarantee that either because I'm on a very strict diet that does not allow, does not allow me to eat very much food. Not much food. Unlike Kurt's liquid diet that we're trying. Yeah. Nacho smoothies. I had a chicken a chicken smoothie the other day and nacho smoothies today. Here's the thing. I can't I can't actually tell if he's joking. <laughs> and we've talked about this repeatedly. Uh, I could just see Kurt sitting on the couch with his feet up drinking, drinking a, a chicken <laughs> sandwich or something. <laughs> with a big old straw just sucking it through no, with a milkshake. Gets- it, 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 it's too thick for a straw. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I had to get those it's big too, giant straws, too, the, you know, too like they use the for the bubble. The red white stripe ones? Like, yeah. like, like the, the bubble, bubble tea? Like a bubble yeah. tea straw? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I really had to suck hard. <laughs> I'm going to leave that there. This isn't a problem. <laughs> um. Anyway... That's okay. That's mostly what I'm looking forward to. So, um, I guess we'll talk of the actual schedule now. Okay. So on Thursday, yes, TV wise, there is the annual behind the the, the music, uh, crime, death, and resurrection panel that has a bunch of uh, composers and stuff like that from both TV and movies. Uh, then there's the CBS Television Studios block that has, you know, everybody's favorite Scorpion. And uh, American Gothic, and they're going to have some people there from MacGyver. They're really pushing that one. Well, and they're throwing yeah. in. Do they have NCIS a cast and yet? They, and then they have, and then they have. <laughs> Do they have a cast they're, yet? they're also going to have some people from NCIS and you know, Wilmer Valderrama, Criminal Minds, and and whatnot. Is Wilmer new to which ones he new to? Criminal Minds NCIS. or NCIS? NCIS. Okay. Right. And then USA Network has uh, the world premiere screening of Falling Water. NBC has The Good Place. They're also going to be screening the episode. TNT has uh, a Last Ship panel. FX has The Strain. HBO has Silicon Valley. Amazon has The Man in the High Castle. Uh, MTV has Teen Wolf. And USA also has a Colony panel, as well as a Mr. Robot panel. And then uh, Netflix slash Marvel has a Luke Cage panel as as well. So that's... uh, uh, and then closing out the night there's there's a dark matter panel as well so that's the that's the tv stuff uh, for the most part like show related stuff on thursday so any of those either you know press rooms panels that uh, that you're that you're looking forward to on thursday well i'm looking forward to what am i looking forward to what's this one Oh, Last Ship, I always have fun in there. It's weird, though, because they're not bringing as many actors to any of these things, it seems like. So Last Ship only has a couple of actors, but um, I will get to meet uh, Bridget Reagan in person, 
which will be fun because I've interviewed her a couple times. So I'm excited for that. And it's always fun to see Eric Dane because he's always so serious. He is. <laughs> and it's funny. I just try to ask the silliest questions to get him to smile. And if he smiles, then <laughs> I'm happy. Then you've, yeah. you've um, done your job for the day. Right, exactly. And last year, I remember in the CBS room, we had the most we had the best fun time, time the best. At, at the Scorpion table. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, they were all really funny, but they were really funny like in their little duos, their little twosomes. And um, I was not expecting how goofy a couple of them were acting. Yeah. Or how pretty they were in person. Yeah. Or where some of the conversations that they were having with each other yeah. were going to lead. Yeah. yeah. So, so that was that was pretty fun. I mean, which which was kind of shocking because I wasn't expecting that room to be yeah. such a fun room. But I'm curious about this Falling Water show. It's another Gail Ann Heard thing, and I can't tell. It's about dreams. The one that's going to be on USA. Um, yeah. So I'm not sure what that's going to be about. Dreams. About people getting to each other's dreams or something. I don't know. Whatever. Oh. Um, so, yeah. And The Strain. I always like The Strain. I'm a little sad Natalie Brown's not going to be there because she's fun. Yeah, she is fun. And then I'm curious about Van Helsing, too, which is the new going to be a sci-fi show. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the CBS stuff. The Good Place, I would love to get – go. I don't have time to go to that screening, but it's a really funny show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke Cage, I, I'm actually really interested in that. I like Mike Coulter a lot. Oh, is that on – uh, Thursday. That's Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be the interested. Panel. I'd be interested in that panel just to see like if they're going to show, you know, any, any footage clips? or anything. Or I'm sure they it will. Comes out, it comes out in September, right? So. Yeah, I'm sure they will have some kind of sizzle reel or something. Yeah, they've been filming, so they they've got to have stuff to be able to to be able to True show. That. That'd be, but that'd you be know, cool. that, I think Marvel's that one would be cool panel wise. Yeah, what? so cagey about what they reveal. Get it? See what I did there? Yeah, I do. Cater. I did like and, that. And in this case, they're all Luke cagey about it. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! You guys are so cheesy. Oh no! Uh, oh no! Oh no! You're just jealous. It's still. It's, it's from that pizza we ate, man. There was so much cheese on oh it. Oh my still god! There. Oh my god! Okay. Yeah, I think the other one is the Mr. Robot. Well, you know, Christian Slater's always entertaining, but that yeah. show, sometimes I just don't understand. Oh, I don't understand most of it. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then Dark Matter, because I like the show, but we had a lot of fun talking with them last year, so. Really? And uh, so I, that could be, I assume that a panel with them as well would also be uh, entertaining with, you know, like Anthony Lemke and they have some people that know know where they're at and they're sort of in their element for like a, a Nathan Fillion, you know, type knows to, or uh, why am I blanking on his name from Ash versus evil dead? That's going to be there this year. Uh, yeah. I know who you mean. <laughs> Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell yeah. You know, people like that, that are just in their element on stage in front of a giant right. crowd and just have a lot of, and just go for it and have a lot of fun. And it seemed like, talking with them in the interviews that they would be their interaction together and stuff like that, that they would be like that on stage. So I think dark matter would probably be a fun panel to attend. Uh, Luke cage would be interesting to be able to, you know, see some stuff and then uh, Mr. Robot. And then, you know, if it was press room wise, the CBS room, I mean, 
we made that a lot of fun. <laughs> that that yeah. ended up being a lot of fun last year. So uh, that could be, but you know, hashtag TV blogger problems. All these things, press room wise, are all happening at the freaking same time. Yes, it's true. So that's that's some of the stuff that's happening on Thursday. So Friday, Friday, they have the bunch of writers from the Big Bang Theory. Alan Tudyk and uh, Nathan Fillion are doing a con man panel. Bones is doing a panel, and it Bones. looks like they're actually, since it's their final season of the show, they're actually like bringing the whole cast. Yeah, they're not just bringing Booth and Bones this year. Yeah, so they're they're actually bringing the the rest of them. So that that could be interesting. And they'll all cry. Then there's uh, Fear the Walking Dead, oh. The Hundred, The Walking Dead. Uh, Entertainment Weekly has their Brave New Warriors. Uh, panel. Theo uh, Rossi's on that gang. Dead of Summer from Freeform. No. Uh, there's a Game of Thrones panel. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. panel. Uh, Stars is bringing American Gods. A&E has Bates Motel. There's a TV Guide Magazine's Fan Favorites panel. Uh, there's a Creating Creatures, Characters, and Makeup for Film and Television panel. An Orphan there's no Black... casual panel, so that's nothing matters. An Orphan Black panel. Salem, uh, Archer, iZombie, Archer, Vikings, <laughs> The Exorcist, Preacher, and Scream Queens. Is what Scream I Scream Queens. Scream. Uh, so how about Friday? What what uh, panels would would you think would be interesting? And uh, what you forgot my little pony. Um, <laughs> what well, black? I have Brave New Warriors on my list because I really love Theo Rossi so much, but I'm not actually going to go to it. And um, I got all caught up on our on uh, what's it called the I Zombie. So that's like uh, that's a show that I'm, it's probably the only show that I'm actually fully caught up on. That's that has that has a panel on on Friday. Yeah, uh, so that'll be good. And yeah, I know I'm caught up on Archer too. That's why. So oh. Archer and I Zombie, I'm excited about. Which reminds me, I need to add our I the Archer to my chart here anywho um yeah it's kind of interesting for fx to be having their stuff not on sunday yes it is it is, it is really weird i mean they've sort of it's bizarro comic con they've they've given over to sunday to fox where they'll have they're gonna have the 24 legacy and prison break panels and stuff mm-hmm. uh, but we'll get to that in a couple of days spoiler alert so how about you kurt what are uh what am I excited about? I am excited about Orphan Black, because I'm always excited about Orphan Black. I'm excited about Powerless. This is the new... Is that an NBC show? Yes. Yes, because I'll get to see Danny Pudi again. I Zombie, because I think that's all the... a really funny show. I really like that. In fact, I noticed the other day that I had not watched one episode I recorded, so I watched that and was very happy. Went to yeah, bed, I watched, smile um, on my face. I watched, what did I watch? I watched like 13 episodes of it. And dreamt of eating brains. I dreamt of something else. Yeah. And then the Vikings having their panel on Friday. Did you say that? Are we on Friday? Are we talking about Friday? Yes, we are yeah. on Friday. Yeah. And so I always like to go to that too, because I like that show a lot. I like them also. AMC is now available on Apple TV. And then... um I liked the pilot of The Exorcist, which is coming to Fox this fall, and they're going to be filming here in Chicago, so um, I'm excited about 
that because I like the actors on there. Gina Davis is in it, and uh, that Daniel, what's his name? Daniel something or other. I don't know. Ben Daniels. Ben Daniels, who's really good. And uh, Alfonso Herrera, who was in um, Sense8. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I'm excited about those. Yeah, panel-wise, I think, like I just, I just was mentioning, you know, Nathan Fillion. So the, the Con Man panel, I'm sure, would be a lot of fun. The the Bones one would be interesting because, like we said, they're bringing the, the whole cast. Uh, and then the other one... Uh, the uh, American Gods that's going to be on Stars just because I'd be interested in like learning more about that one. I don't really know. Ian McShane is amazing. He would be awesome on a panel. Who? Ian McShane. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see that too. Yeah, that really like the source material and are really excited for that. But I don't have any connection with that. So, but it sounds like an interesting show. So I'd be interested in in uh, finding out more about that one. Uh, and then you know there's some uh, you know interesting things on there, but I think uh, I Zombie and the Hundred. Oh, the Hundred! I forgot the Hundred. Are like the, the two, hundred. are the two shows that I probably like the best out of all the shows that are going to be on there. So I do hesitate to say that I'm excited for the Hundred panel because yeah, no. <laughs> I feel like as soon as they open it up to fan questions, it's oh just going to be an absolute shit yeah. show. I got so tired of hearing about that show this season. <laughs> Yeah. With all the controversy. That was something that happened at ATX uh, quite a bit. I mean, they even had, I mean, they had a whole specific panel just about that, uh, about that topic, about that trope. Uh, but they also had, you know, Javier Grio Marshwatch, who wrote that episode. But, you know, he's just sort of a writer for hire. It wasn't like his, overall his idea. Uh, you know, he was on lots of panels at at ATX that weren't necessarily focused on, you know, like the hundred they were, one was focused on, you know, one, one shot, you know, one hit wonders, you know, or short lived shows. So he was on that panel for the middleman, uh, you know, and, and stuff like that. But yet when it got to Q and a, somebody stood up and asked a question every time, you know, uh, about it. So, so yeah, I could, uh, I could imagine that that might not be a great panel to go to, but, I like the show, so I think uh, the press room would be good. But then, who knows? There may be <laughs> there's, there's a good possibility that somebody will ask like, you know questions about that. We just know at this point to well. avoid those people. But iZombie, they're always fun. So uh, that uh, and es- especially uh, Diane Ruggiero. Oh, I love her so much. She is she is hilarious, and she's so, the best. My favorite Diane Wright story. We were, we were at uh, and I we were at the Warner Brothers party. So, I probably have told this before, but Ray and Jen and I we watched when we watched the Veronica Mars movie the first time. We had this major question about how Veronica gets put to bed in fully clothed, in fully clothed, and then when before Logan's leaving, she walks out and she's just in a t-shirt and they bang up against a wall. Right, right. So we would always mm-hmm. talk like the three of us would always talk about like. But where where did was there a scene missing where we find out how she's suddenly in different clothes because it didn't seem like it was that much longer? So I actually stopped Diane at a party and I was like, super scientific question. How did she get out of those clothes? And she was like, I always just assume that, you know, the hotness of Jason Doring made her pants fall off. <laughs> and I knew then that Diane Ruggiero Wright and I would be friends forever. But then we had an answer and it all worked out. It was very exciting. Anyway. 
All right. Okay, thanks. Uh, on that note. All right, thanks. Bye. <laughs> on that note, we'll move on to Saturday, which is the day that. Saturday. 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 Anyway, go ahead. That's the most people show up to Comic-Con. It's the heaviest day. It's also the day that they turn 60-minute panels into 45-minute panels so they can squeeze more panels throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we have a bunch of uh, stuff. Uh, Once Upon a Time, uh, The Vampire Diaries, Blindspot, The Simpsons, uh, The Originals, Family Guy, Lucifer, American Dad, Gotham, Grimm, Winona Earp, Vice Principals, Winona, The Expanse, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency, uh, Sci-Fi's The Magicians, DC's Legends of Tomorrow, Timeless, Son of Zorn, The Flash, Outcast, Arrow, The Last Man on Earth, Riverdale, Ash vs. Evil Dead, uh, Sci-Fi's new show Incorporated, uh, and then uh, we have uh, Frequency and Time After Time that are doing pilot screens. Time and after time. If you fall, I will catch you. I will be waiting. Stuff is also going really late. Or much later, too, because, like, the frequency and time after time panels are at, you know, seven thir- you know 7.25 and 8.20, and they're doing... Sorry, I got parties to get yeah, to. They're, they're screening the episodes and doing a small Q&A with some of the cast at the end of it, too, so... I will be waiting time after time. So, Saturday, what shows that got you know, have piqued your interest for for Saturday? Which panels do you think would be good and... What press rooms are you Lucifer, looking for? Lucifer, because I love talking to Joe Henderson. I love talking to Joe Henderson. Lucifer. The run showrunner. Yes, I know uh, who you mean. I know you know who I mean, but I don't know if everybody does. Uh, Gotham, I like that cast very much. Uh, Winona Earp, I love Tim Rosen so much <laughs> that I really, like, it's my, he is my white whale this, this year. I, I need to meet this man. He's Doc, and he's... Mutt from Schitt's Creek, and he's awesome. He's marvelous. Uh, he's marvelous. The Magicians, because I finally caught up on that. Magical. It's magical. And I think I missed uh, Supergirl. Isn't Supergirl on Saturday as well? Supergirl is also on Saturday. Oh, oh, oh. Saturday is full loaded. Yes, it is. <laughs> not going to even be able to see everything I want to see. And, you know, personal problems, I have conflicts all over the place. Yeah, yeah, press rooms, there's just everything. I mean, even, you know there's too much stuff on one day when even Warner Brothers has conflicts with their own shows. With themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and you know what sucks about that is, like, I have four things at the exact same time. Well, no, three of them are at the exact same time, and one of them overlaps, right? And then I have a big two-hour empty spot before that and a big hour empty spot after that and it just makes me sad well there's there's stuff like if you're talking uh, press room wise uh, the magicians 230 to 330 timeless 230 to 330 riverdale 245 to 345 arrow three to four and the originals 345 to 445 those all overlap (laughs) there's like a streak where they all overlap each other uh, and it just sort of it's just sort of crazy to uh but i'm i'm i i'm interested in the magicians just cuz i really like that show i thought it got really good over the course of the of the season <laughs> it got really dark yeah. which i did not expect yeah that's that's the thing is like it went nowhere anywhere in the direction that i 
you know, that it made it look like it was going to go from like the first episode. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, the first episode, it looks like Harry Potter in college. And then they quick within a couple episodes, they quickly jettisoned that <laughs> as, as what the show is. And then it was Harry Potter and a serial killer story. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, but one that ends up going totally in a direction that you didn't see coming with multiple, you know, multiple reveals towards the end of the, you know, in the last two, three episodes of the season that mm. you would not have, uh, you know, even once you got into the season and saw what the darkness and stuff like that it was, you still wouldn't have guessed that that's where, you know, that's where things were going to go. Because mm. it, it, like, even got darker, if that was possible. So I'd be, I that one would be interesting, at least for me, press room-wise, because I think it would be interesting to talk to the actors and the the creators and stuff like that uh for panel wise i don't know i think probably you know like the flash uh and you know arrow and some of those are probably like really entertaining panels to go to and of course ash versus evil dead bruce campbell that would be i'm sure very entertaining panel uh to go to but i yeah. I, I don't know i think it's there's so many conflicts <laughs> for me on stuff there's certain things that I'm interested in, you know, finding out more about, like Frequency. That show looks looks interesting and timeless as well. You know, those would be interesting mm-hmm. to find out more about being new, uh, both having a little bit of a time travel-y aspect to them. Well, I'm interested in Dirk Gently. Dirk Gently. I don't know what that is. That's the BBC America thing. Elijah Wood is in it. Oh. And... I think the showrunner is – is well, the, Robert Cooper is the executive producer. I think he's the showrunner too. He was involved in a lot of the Stargate stuff from the Stargate franchise. Um, but I'm excited about that. It's it's from a book called Dirk Gently's Holistic Investigation uh, – Detective Agency or something like that. And it's just this really – it's going to be this really weird offbeat show. So – I was excited to see that, and then I found out the press rooms at the same time as Timeless and Magicians, which Magicians I am also very excited to see more of, or to talk to them again, because Arjun Gupta is my boy. We're going to play basketball against each other. We have a standing basketball challenge, even though neither one of us is a good basketball player. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And then I'm looking forward to Gotham, but then that overlaps with Blind Spot, which I'm also looking forward to because... Uh, Sully really, there this year. Sully's in that, and I really enjoyed that show this past season, this in its first year. I thought it was really good. I mean, it was totally unbelievable, of course, but it was fun. And I had fun on Twitter. They are all very good about tweetering. They are. Martin Garrow, who is the showrunner and the creator, really gets on there, and the, the writers do, and it's really fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And then there's a bunch of Star Trek stuff happening that day for the 50th anniversary, which I'm excited about, but it'll probably get pushed aside because work first and I have to go to these press rooms. It's true. Know what I'm saying? I do. And I have a couple open spots, so I'm trying to find out what's happening in my open free time. Yeah, I know. I keep <laughs> I keep finally finding out about something and you're like, oh, it's from 2.30. I know. Everything, <laughs> okay. everything is at that 2.30 spot you're like, that I do, want to do. Do they have that many rooms at the Bayfront? Like, what is going on here? They do. That's the problem. Yeah. Even when they're offset, you know, certain stuff like, you know, with the Timeless and the Magicians being 2.30 to 3.30, you got to pick one or the other. But then it even knocks off stuff like Legends of Tomorrow or like Arrow that start, you know, that run over into that 
time period or start mm-hmm. in the middle of that time period and run you know so you could you could do like one set of one set of things you could do like two or three things through this t- time period and another one you could just do like one because of the, where it sits well press room i plan to run from I plan to go to Legends for 45 minutes and then run to whichever of the other three that are conflicting at 2.30 that I choose to go to. I, <laughs> and I, I'm not going to choose that until the day of. I'm going to say, <laughs> what am I in the mood to do? I, I, might, be, I might be with you on, uh, on that. So that's some of the stuff that's uh, happening, Saturday. happening on Saturday. And then Sunday is Sherlock... Supernatural, and then Fox has a Prison Break and Twenty Four Legacy, uh, and that's pretty much it for the most part. Like, I'm not, yeah, Saturday's pretty dead. <laughs> TV wise, there's not, you know, there's not a lot happening, and so far I'm not in any press rooms for anything. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna do Supernatural. I think I'm gonna go to the. I'm hoping to go to the Sherlock one, but I gotta get a ticket. Because yeah. I'm not standing in line because I'm a I baby. think Ray and I want to try and go to Animaniacs Live. Oh, that's fun. Oh, and we're, we're going to do that FX experience thing, We're going to do the FX thing, yeah. Yeah, that's a – what do they call that? An installation or an exhibit? Yeah. Whatever, the outside. Their, their, their F exhibition. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, it's weird because it's fully stacked on Friday and Saturday or just like crazy and then – yeah, and then you're just Sunday, like, "Hello, crickets. Sunday," you know, put some put some stuff on Sunday. Right, exactly. I guess it's because they want to get things shut down or whatever, and people like to get back on the care. road because a lot of people have to start working on Monday. Guess what? I don't care. It's not about them; it's about us. Yeah, well, some of it is they do like the costume thing or whatever in Ballroom Twenty, and they've torn it all down. Yeah, uh, and so it ends up. They don't even use Ballroom 20 on Sunday, and so everything gets moved just to Hall H. So they only – they can't – for, like, big things, they can't really double things up. I mean, they still have the other – you know, the six rooms and stuff like that, the, you know, six ABC or whatever, however they designate those that are decent. Six sized. ABC is my ABC network news in in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, stuff stuff like that. I'm, I'm interested to see uh, – you know, I think, you know, 24 Legacy – uh, prison break. Those would be interesting to find out, you know, some more about. Yeah, exactly mm-hmm. what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, so those could be good. Those might be, you know, fun panels to go to on, yeah. on the day. So, we'll see what we'll see what happens there. Oh, we'll see what happens. But then, are there any like smaller panels or things that you've seen that sort of would you think would be interesting that you saw while you were going through the schedule? Let's be real. I barely look at the schedule. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I just think some of those, like I mentioned the one previously, like the music, you know, the behind the music panels, and you know, some of those they've got they've got panels with like costume designers and you know set designers and stuff like that. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's there's one that's you know with the the cost with costume designers as well on Saturday that would be. It's just some of those are some of those end up being actually really interesting if you're a TV fan, and if you want to have sort of like an alternate potential ideas to go to things if you can't get into some of the bigger rooms mm-hmm. uh, for some of the bigger panels that sometimes they're not as uh, difficult to get into uh, for some of these smaller ones, and so those are 
those are interesting. But you mentioned the you know the F exhibition. Other than that, any other like outside the con things that you've heard that are being set up that you you want to do or or sound interesting? Well, I have no idea what else is happening. Again, with the Star Trek because I'm a big fan of Star Trek. There's a bunch. They have a bunch of stuff happening outside because it's a 50th anniversary. There's like yeah. all kinds of stuff, and I can't even tell you what it is. But I know that I have to get my friends who are watching my cats some Star Trek makeup from the Mac stand. Is that is, is it actually going to be there? Like, is there going to actually have a makeup? Stand? Yeah, that's what it said in the thing. Because I do like Mac makeup. Well, they'll have. Makeup inspired by the women of Star Trek. Ooh. Supposedly. Yeah, the the F exhibition sounded interesting. I, I think uh, Amazon Studios is setting up something. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they have a man in the high castle thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then uh-huh. uh and then DC for there's a bunch of Wonder Woman seventy fifth anniversary stuff happening around. Uh including apparently there's going to be some sort of I'm not sure exactly how they're doing. Uh, you can get your photo taken in the cockpit of the uh, invisible jet. Oh, oh, that'll be nice. Well, we could do, we could do that on our own, just on a, in an open field. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's right. <laughs> well, apparently they're doing something that, like, it'll sh- it'll show up and it it uh it'll it'll glow at night and whatnot, and it'll I don't know. I guess, uh, but there's different things like that that are going to be around. And then I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff that, I mean, there's always there's also the the Nerd HQ, you know, panels and things like that that are going on. Uh, the Nerdist and Geek and Sundry have like a whole like camp the theme. carnival, yeah. yeah, the whole camp theme carnival thing. Uh, with they're mm-hmm. going to be doing, they're going to be running some of the, you know, doing some panels and things like that in, in a whole nother place too for that. Uh, so there are. You know, there are some alternate things that you might be able to get to. You 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 might be able to go to one of these other things to see uh, somebody from you know, or a small you know Q and A or something like that with uh, with the actors as opposed to the you know the official panel at Comic Con. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I mean, as is the case every year, I have a nice schedule set up. I and never then, make it to and, anything I want to. And then it'll then it'll, it. Something something will happen within the first day or so, and it completely throw everything off. And exactly, but that's uh, you know that's the way the Comic Con rolls, man. You got to make the tough decisions, that's right? Exactly. Uh, so yeah, so that's you know that's that's what that's all the TV stuff. There's <laughs> we always talk about how much TV there is, and it only keeps like growing. You know, proportionally with stuff at Comic Con, there's there's always seems to be more and more shows. Where even like Warner Brothers is bringing the most shows they've ever brought, and they always bring a ton of shows. When you factor in the you know some of the animated series and all of that stuff that they're bringing as well, uh huh. They had what was it like twenty one different things or something they were bringing this year, which is why Saturday's so packed. <laughs> Thank you very much, Warner Brothers. Thanks, Warner Brothers. Amory already said all the stuff that she was looking forward to uh, food-wise. How about you, Kurt? Is there is there something you look forward to in in San Diego besides the you know the the open bars at the parties at night? I look to ha- I look forward to hanging out with my friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and that's all that matters. Everything else falls into place when that happens. <laughs> Kurt, <laughs> Kurt goes this sweet way. Amory goes, I just want some drinks and food, man. I don't care who's there. <laughs> that's 100% true. Yeah, but no, that's part of the fun Sorry, is, always the, is, is the hanging out at uh, in and around at the, the different parties or just you know grabbing food, getting pizza. Let's be real. Going to Sweet Things. Yes, the, the late night trips to Sweet Things. If you ever wondered what Amory and Kurt look like when you walk into Sweet Things, <laughs> look up. Just look up. You can look up above where they take your order and you can see our picture. Yes. And you can see us in Sweet Things because most often if we are running late for a panel or a press room, we're like, screw it, we're going to stay here. <laughs> just, just, just go get some Froyo. Yeah, that's true. If you're ever if you're looking for the Curtin Amory panel <laughs> at Comic Con, it'll be there's no scheduled time for it. But yeah, it, maybe I should post my schedule and then <laughs> wherever there's blank a blank swath like I have on that Friday and Saturday, <laughs> just tweet. Just tweet out. Going to be at Sweet Things for an hour. <laughs> that's yep. where I'll be. Exactly. Uh, yes, that's a. Uh, I, I tell people they all the time, you know, going to going to sweet things with Amory is like going to Cheers with Norm. <laughs> it really is. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to to hanging out. There's always a you know a few different things like the you know pizza at basic that's become a, a quite the tradition and that's always good. And tater tots at Bubs, I'm all about that. Tater tot t- skillets at Bubs is always a good oh, one. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh I my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> But I have to, I have to, I have to put them in my Nutrinenja. Yeah, you have to. You're gonna bring your Nutrinenja along. Do you have the, say, por- the you portable Nutribillet? Yeah. <laughs> I need. I want the. Uh, yeah, I want the uh, chili cheese tater tot skillet. But could you put it in a blender? Blend Can I have mine as a milkshake, please? <laughs> yeah. You know what else that that salad at Basic is really good. Oh, the salad at Basic is the whole reason I go. I thought it was Gorgonzola. I do like the potato pizza, but the salad is the reason I'm excited every year because it's my favorite salad. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. I think that'll do it for our talk about you know what's coming. Uh huh. Any of those things that we're covering, you know, those shows. If you got, if you're interested in any of those shows, you got questions about those shows, you know, you can always uh, tweet us or send in uh, feedback at TV Times Three. Definitely send in your questions because I don't plan ahead. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So I'm going to need some questions when I'm the only person at a table. When I sit there with five other people who are like, so who watches this show? <laughs> I don't want to be the only person who has to make up questions. But yeah, like, but you know, I've got, you know, for different things, I've got questions and things I want to know about, but I'm also up for trying to get in some questions about, you know, stuff that, you know, that you want to know about and uh, relaying that stuff back to you, you know, trying to be the, uh, will be the, the Comic-Con conduit. Uh, for uh, for people that can't go, mm-hmm. we won't have an episode next week, but we'll be back the week after, and it'll be Kyle and Ray uh, will be joining me, and we'll be talking about all the stuff that uh, how well our schedules went. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and and we'll get to tell all kind of Amory stories and stuff. So you know, and she, but she won't be here to uh, to defend herself. To defend so myself. Be, so that'll be fun as well. So with that, Amory, what? Uh, what reality stuff have you been watching? I've been watching Food Network Star, and I'm really glad Erin is gone because she was so annoying. 
And in this week's episode, she made cookies. Okay. And the cookies didn't turn out. Well, not that they didn't turn out well. The judges liked them, but she went up to them and presented them like this deep, luscious chocolate on top of chocolate on top of chocolate. And they were like, it's like a package blondie. It's perfectly fine, but it's not good. I actually watched that episode. Right. So then Bobby tells her that the cookie just wasn't what she described. And she's like, I make a thousand of those cookies every day. And she like went on the defensive and then was kicked off. And I was happy about it. Yeah, she got super defensive. And then later on, all the other contestants were saying they didn't say they weren't good. They just said they weren't how you describe they weren't decadent. Like they weren't a guilty pleasure. Yeah, they weren't. Exactly. She basically talked her way off the show. And I think Damiano is just getting by on his looks and because Giada wants to bang him putting that out there and then i'm watching master chef and i still hate christina and i will till the end of time but aron sanchez has actually been a really good guest judge and i could see him being a permanent replacement for graham um so i wouldn't mind that if he stuck around because he's actually really hard on the contestants but in a nice way so more aron please and then that's my reality for the week tv recommendations should I just? I'm just going to recommend Ballers and not explain why. <laughs> and then that'll explain. Basically, so, my hangover is because I went to the Philadelphia screen. I went to the premiere of Ballers in Philadelphia last night, and it was a fun night. And the first two episodes are actually really good. Um, Rob Corddry is amazing. Andy Garcia joins the cast. Um, I really like what they do with Ariel Kebbell's character. Carol Slugs, is it Suggs? Suggs? Sizzle. I don't know what his actual name is, but he tore his ACL or something, and he's in it as himself, and he's actually pretty good as far as you know acting um, athletes go. I just think it's a. I had a fun time at the party, and it was a good show. And check it out. Can you hear me? Yeah. Why were you, you talking that whole time? I've been talking for like fifteen minutes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did my thing get shut off? Is he a football player? Uh, who? The good, the, the tore his ACL person. In real life, he is, yeah. Okay. Wow. I've been shut off for like, <laughs> I've been talking like the whole time. And I thought you guys were just ignoring me. Oh my God, that's really funny. <laughs> oh man, it probably was all your best stuff too, right, Kurt? It oh probably my God, was. so funny. I was cracking myself <laughs> up over here. He's like, these bitches are saying nothing. I'm being so funny. It was too. Uh... My cat was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, we missed that. Like through your entire reality thing, you talked the whole time. I did. I was mocking you like nobody's business. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> but anyway, you, but you actually muted over. yourself. For, yeah, <laughs> take two. No, <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, my recommendation <laughs> is uh, is the magicians. I already talked about it a little bit uh, as it's a panel or slash press room. I'm interested in at Comic Con. Uh, but this, the first season comes out on DVD on, I think it comes out next week on the on the 19th. Just a, a really good show that, uh, as I said, if you if you saw it and went, oh, that's just uh, you know, college Harry Potter, you should definitely give it a try if you like shows that revolve around you know magic and that type of fantasy uh, aspect, uh, and if you like your TV to go some dark places. Uh, there's some things that happen to characters that uh, you, I'm telling you, you, will not see coming, and 
mm-hmm. and, and some reveals that that find out in the story that I was like, oh my god, I can't, are you serious? Uh, but uh, and so say it all the time, you know, anytime there's a show that can actually surprise me, where you get multiple multiple surprises, uh, and they don't feel like, oh yeah, that's pretty much where it was going to go, even if you didn't like specifically call it. Sometimes it still is well-worn territory that something heads down. Uh, mm-hmm. This is this is definitely goes in a, a different direction. Uh, and then my other recommendation is uh, Netflix's Stranger Things, which uh, starts uh, the the first season drops this Friday, uh, the, mm-hmm. the the fifteenth. And I've seen the first couple episodes, and uh, it's really good, especially if you like, you know, sort of that throwback uh, kind of period piece set in the eighties. Uh, I thought they did a really good job of of the setting. It feels like you're watching something, while it's high quality and you're watching it in HD and widescreen, it's what you see on screen still feels like something that you would have saw like back in the 80s. Like it, they they did a really good job of like recreating the time. It's probably uh, because they cast Winona Ryder. <laughs> Winona. She was the '90s, though. Yeah. And then you know the the cast is the cast is pretty good. You got you got Winona Ryder and uh, why did I just blank on uh, and that other guy? <laughs> yeah, Matthew Modine. That's uh, uh, is in it as well. Plus uh, a group of kids, and so it has uh, some of the mystery and stuff that's going on around this town and this you know government agency and. It feels uh, yeah. sort of Stand By Me crossed with E.T. Yeah, it, it has that sort of feel. Also, like uh, Super 8, you know, it kind of has that feel with the group of kids that sort of band together to try and figure out what's going on. You know, there are some storylines with the, you know, with the parents and some of the adult cast in the town as well. But I was intrigued by, you know, some of the mystery aspects and the characters and, and stuff. And uh, I'm I'm on board to watch the the rest of it, so... Uh, if you like that sort of horrorish, sci-fi-ish genre type stuff, and some of the movies like we mentioned, you know, the ETs, the Super Eights, uh, stuff like that, that it has that that feel of you know, Super Eight was set in the seventies, but you know, ET was obviously eighties. You should definitely check it out. I think it's uh, it's worth uh, watching. To, wouldn't you agree, Kurt? Yeah, I do. Um, I uh, one on a writer, I think, is really good in it. She plays the mom of a kid who goes missing. And, uh, you know, he's sort of at the center of the of the how the town gets involved in the mystery of this thing happening. But um, those other kids in that other family who find the miss the girl, um, that's a fun little that's a fun story, too. And I've only seen I think I, they only had four episodes available and I only watched the first three. But but, yeah, I really liked it. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. I agree with you wholeheartedly. All right. So. And while you're out there on Netflix watching Stranger Things, when you're finished with that, you could also watch what, Kurt? Um, anything you wanted that's on there, I suppose. Well, yeah, oh but you God. had a but you had a specific <laughs> recommendation. For oh, well, I've had some, I've had some, some several Netflix things lately. But uh, season two of Marco Polo, I think, is better than season one because they stopped focusing on Marco Polo, <laughs> who was the <laughs> least interesting character of all of them. Um, and it's more about Genghis Khan and, and uh, Michelle Yeoh is in it this year as this woman who – this mysterious woman. Um, but uh, the other characters and the other stories I thought were way more interesting than Marco Polo. So they were really smart this season to sort of push him to the sidelines. Um, 
which was nice. Anyway, so that there's this this Norwegian show called Occupied, which has been on there a while, and I watched it a while ago. But then it was on Pivot, I guess recently. They aired it, and and now it's still on Netflix. But it's this Norwegian show that imagines uh, what would happen if in Norway the government would fall, or how did this go? Oh no, the government would decide to become a completely green country and like get rid of this uh, these power plants. And if they did that, if they got rid of these power plants, um, then they would basically. Europe would have to find a new way to get power. Like a big chunks of Europe and Russia would have to find new ways to get power. So basically the EU um, conspires with Russia to have Russia come in and basically take over the country. And it's like this sort of secret coup. And it's really fascinating. I mean, it's totally worth reading the subtitles, which never bothers me, but um, some people don't like the subtitles. But, but it's really cool. It's a really cool mystery sort of political thriller, and apparently it made Russia really pissed off <laughs> when when it aired <laughs> in Norway, um, because they really come off the Russians really come off as sort of the Machiavellian, you know. It's 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 almost like you know they might as well have just stormtroopered their way into the country, as opposed to doing this backhand backhanded thing. But um, anyway, that's a really good show, and I have to do a mea culpa on. My crazy ex-girlfriend because that title made me not watch and everybody said mm-hmm. oh it's pretty fun and it's pretty good and you know my my feelings about comedy sometimes you know i just not into them as much as i am dramas but i watched crazy ex-girlfriend which is now on netflix and i was gonna i was like oh, i'll finally try this and i watched one episode and then i ended up watching like five in a row i love daryl and white josh on that show so much who Daryl, her her boss, who thinks they're best friends. Oh yeah, and and, and White Josh. And White have, Josh, yeah. They have a great storyline together. Well, that that White Josh is funny just because of the name. But yeah. you know, it's funny too because they take that title and they really make a lot of social commentary about the whole idea of the crazy ex girlfriend and and um, you know it's sort of the opposite of what one would think a show with that title might be. Yeah. But I also, also think love... of it being a musical comedy. I mean, when you when you see it, but it's got plenty of drama. Yeah, I just love the singing and dancing and everything, too. Because yeah. it's just so fun and, uh, you know, satirical and, and, and just, you know, it's smart. It's really smart, I think. Okay, yeah. then. So those are our recommendations. You can find links to our recommendations and news stories we talked about, as well as where you can find Kurt online in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 331. Oh, really? We'll be off next... <laughs> we will be off next week for Comic-Con, but Jason will be joined by Kyle and Ray to recap their Comic-Con fun the week after and to tell tales about what I get myself into for the next week. Yeah, so that's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that, that you have you have that everybody's lo- waiting with bated breath for that. <laughs> it's like you have that to look forward to. Uh, but again, I also uh, would like to hear where is it you listen to TV Times Three? Yeah. Are you out for a run? I'm not. I'm. Right are you here. are you on the treadmill? Are you in your car going to work? Whatever you know, washing the dishes. I I just th- thought it would be interesting to find out since we recorded one on the road. Find out where people actually listen to the show. Uh, so. Uh, with that, uh, I guess we'll we'll be back in a couple weeks with the next episode. 
All right, gang. Have a good night. Have see good... you in San Diego. Nice. Yeah. See you. In, see you in what? Uh, wow. Just a week. It's a. It's a. Yep. It's a week. Thanks for listening. It's only a week away. Thanks for listening. Bye. Uh,